almost uh, copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Nerd Fury. This is Dan Granado and I'm Jim Lovecheck. This week, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, our favorite sci-fi movies, like our guilty pleasures. Not even like guilty pleasures. Some of these are just bad movies that are fun. Yeah. And I mean, but I mean, from doing research to try and remember some of the movies I've watched yeah, and seeing some lists out there, I, you agree with me, uh, pretty much the entire sci-fi genre is a guilty pleasure. I had a little bit of an existential crisis because yeah, I, was I was coming like, across and one of them had Independence Day. I was like, what? I remember the theaters being packed when that came out. Right. Because it had such Michael cool special was effects. Was Michael Bay film? I think. And the speech that the dude gave at the end. Oh, God. It's the president's the, uh, speech is yeah. the greatest president's speech ever. Dude, I'd vote for that guy right now. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that blew my I mean, mind. It could be just the fact that we have terrible taste in movies, but who knows? I think it's just the people of who made the list are jealous. That's all. <laughs> that's all. Oh, God. I got I got one out of left field for you. That's an actual kind of guilty pleasure one. It's it was a Netflix one that I came across randomly. It's called Turbo Kid. Oh, was that that was an indie film, right? Yes. Kid like it's like a BMX like like remember Rad from like Yeah. Like it was like a superhero, but he was you just rode the BMX in a post apocalyptic world. Yeah. Yeah, I think I remember seeing that film. Yeah, and he had like the comic book called Turbo Kid and then he found the ship and he got the suit and the bad guy in it is the current the commander from Starship Troopers. Yeah. And he he is being an over the top dramatic bad guy with the main henchman who doesn't talk and it turns oh, out yeah, yeah, at yeah. the end it, that they're related. Oh man. That movie is very fun, but subjectively horrible. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um just to retort back. Uh Michael Bay did not do Independence Day. What? That was Roland Ronald Emmerich. The role oh okay. Roland Emmerich. Okay. See? Right there. That's how it's not a guilty pleasure. I don't agree with that list right there because of that. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, I in regards to the Turbo Kid, um, that reminds me of like another like kid that thinks he's a superhero type film or becomes yeah. a superhero unwillingly. Um, remember in the, this movie, Star Kid? Yes, briefly. He's got like mecha armor or something, right? Yeah. A sp- alien mecha suit crash lands into the into Earth. Kid stumbles upon it. Wasn't it in a junkyard? Yeah. Like the kid hung out in a junkyard. He was a junkyard kid. I don't know if he hung out with it. Yeah, yeah. I know he ended up in the junkyard. I think yeah. it was because he saw the meteor fall. Right, okay. All right. The ship. Yeah. And aliens come in and try to, you know, capture the suit, and he becomes a, a hero and everything. Yeah. Uh, it was a terrible film. And, the, like, Even the armor was film. was super bricky, I remember. I was well, like, it was just is that made human... out of paper mache? <laughs> no, it was it was a probably a human that made it a humanoid, like... Walk like a robot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's never really translates well. Um, I just remember, like, there was, like, w- watching it. And now, like, even if I, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Because it's just something, like, a memory type thing. Like, that thought of, like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if that happened in or your life? Or, it's or, like it's your childhood dream come true. Yeah, or you watch it and you're like... This movie's so bad. And then you just keep watching it to see if it gets good because you remember it being good from childhood. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> and it never gets better. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember, like, look when it was like he's in the, the suit 
and mm-hmm. like when the suit wants to talk to him, uh-huh. he'll just basically shut off like the the visual screen in front of him, and it's just the inverted meat suit face that's just yeah. like talking to him, like yeah, yeah. It reminded me of, like a Jim Henson type, like yeah. How he would do it. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. I remember that movie, and another one that's kind of old too. That I I'm pretty sure you've seen this one is Enemy Mine with oh, fuck yeah with random Dennis Quaid. Yes, <laughs> I, I mean that movie came out in like '85, I think. It was very old. I mean, it was old when I was a kid. The year before that, there was uh, another. I think Dune Dune came out the year before that. Yeah. So like it was like the weird sci-fi films were like coming out. Very niche. Yeah. I mean, I I applaud them for trying it, but it was uh, it was an interesting movie. Basically, the the plot of the movie is humans are at war with an alien race. I believe they could be Martians. I, I can't think remember. They call them Martians. Yeah, I mean, it, the movie in its core was about prejudice and how humans are prejudiced towards the Martians yeah. without actually knowing who they were. Yeah. They just you just know that they hate them. They're the enemy. Yeah. And then Dennis Quaid is, crash lands into the like the Mars plant or Mars, whatever with the enemy and they became friends. Yeah. Reluctantly at first because they wanted to kill each other. Yeah. But then they became buddies once they learned more about each other. Mm -hmm. And And the Martian spoke English, which was interesting now that I think about it, but well, I mean, why complicate this? Yeah. Kind of film. (laughs) Yeah. That's yeah. Why overcomplicate that film? Yeah. And the Martians were like reptilian, but like weird reptilian. Well, I think it's like, probably like to if they if they lived on mars they probably had to be cold-blooded yeah reptilian like probably yeah. like a li- lizard living in the desert like yeah. a bearded dragon or something yeah that makes sense that makes sense but yeah i but yeah like and then like the random uh that you find out that like the alien like produce they reproduce asexually and, and they have shorter like, lifespans yeah which is weird which uh, i mean it had some pretty it is a grind of a movie. And it's really depressing. Yes. Very There's depressing. There's not really a lot of action. And when the no. action does happen, it seems like an afterthought. Yeah. But I find myself watching it. It's, I mean. If it's on, I'm like, ah, oh, let's see if I can make it all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> Before I'm like, I could be doing something else. I need to be productive with my day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to stick on to Mars, huh? uh, I have two movies that are. Guilty pleasures that are Mars based, also based in Mars. Based, oh, go for it. Mission to Mars was Val Kilmer in that? No, that's Red Planet. Okay, which they is came, also they came out at the same terrible, time. With terrible like, film that I actually liked. Yeah, that was um, like when Armageddon and Deep Impact came out at the same time, and yeah, like, yeah, no, Mission to Mars was like, um, you. It's basically like. All, the, everything that's interesting happens the last half hour of the film. Oh, jeez, and like. But it's a very like space wonder, like exploration mm-hmm. type feel to it. You know, like half the the crew dies or just getting to Mars. Oh and shit! Then, yeah, they find it's just a standard trip to Mars because there's a uh, like a pyramid that they find out. Like it's based on like the what if, like you know how Mars has a face, right? So it's like going off of that real life thing. And them like saying like, oh like well there's a signal coming from this um from the face and you find out some things and then there's aliens and then you find out like 
oh, they're really like us, you know, kind of a thing. Oh, without giving it. too much away. Right. Um oh, uh, who's the who played Bro uh Brody from Iron Man? The second Brody. Don Cheadle. Or Brody. Brody, not Brody. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle. Yeah, he's in it. Oh, sweet. Yeah, he plays like the guy. It basically is a rescue mission because the first uh, crew went up there and they lost the signal. So they had to do rescue mission. And he's oh, like shit. the surviving crew member. The surviving crew member from the first mission? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. And you find there's like there's, somehow there's air in Mars and they never knew. But it just happened to be that's what there is. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's like... Like all, it was like all the only thing that they needed in Mars was just plants and just having a little bit of plants. He, there was enough oxygen in their tent that they can just stay there. It was something really weird. Like, there are some plot holes. We were like, wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, like, the other one was, which is a terrible film. Uh huh. It was made in early 2000s. Okay. It's got Ice Cube. Ice Cube? No, Ice Cube? I don't know. Yeah, Ice Cube. Okay. The guy from Friday. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's Ice Cube. He's in it. Okay, yeah. The Ghosts of Mars. I never saw that. <laughs> oh, you I rem- need to I, rem- watch I, it. I remember the posters of it coming out. It, it, oh, it's, man. it's terrible. It is god awful, but it is the pinnacle of early 2000 films. Like Anaconda? Like Anaconda <laughs> or. Oh, God. It was like, you know, sci-fi films then were just so mm-hmm. over the top. Yeah. And they had to be some kind of form of monster. Yeah. Type of thing. Like Piranaconda. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, you watching it, and I'm like, does this even admit? Like, how did this, what? <laughs> Nothing makes sense. <laughs> it was like, they go to, they live in Mars, and there's an outpost out in Mars. There's a train to get there, and they're, it's a prison, or it's a mining town or something. Okay. And they lost signal, so the these these soldiers came in to like figure out what's going on. Yeah, and you find out that they uncover. It's basically a plot of Dead Space. Oh shit! Okay, they uncovered this relic uh-huh. that um it's like that's imbued with the thoughts and minds of this ancient civilization, <sighs> and they get taken over by the the minds of the miners there, and they become cannibalistic. And like basically, yeah, and basically like self mutilation and more like they put like spikes in their like their their faces because it's like very primal like state. Oh, jeez, oh god! But it's like not like oh my god, it's gory. It's like oh, this is two thousand one gory, like Jason X. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that kind was of so early, bad. Yeah, that that kind of like. Just over the top and yeah. cheesy like yeah. stuff. That's awesome. And Ice Cube, I think, plays like an imprisoned, uh, like I don't know if he was a pirate or he's trying to steal something. So he's basically playing a thug. <laughs> and it's like Ice Cube, what do you want? So what do what I got to do in this film? I just need you to look tough. Oh God! So he's just I got it. He's just furying his yeah, brow the just, whole yeah. movie. He's doing what he normally his normal face. <laughs> Like the whole like scene where like in Twenty One Jump Street or Twenty Two Jump Street, how he's just angry all the time. Yeah, that's basically him the entire film in the movie. But he's actually one of the heroes in the film. Oh god! Oh, oh, my god. oh god! Remember that one other terrible film that in the same like five year period, probably Eddie Murphy film, 
uh, with Rosario Dawson's in it. It's one of her earliest films, like Pluto Nash. Oh, I remember it now that she said the name. <laughs> it's so terrible. Oh man, I I never saw that movie. I don't. Actually, no, do. Don't. Do. Do? Yeah, just do it. (laughs) (laughs) It is so god-awful. But, I mean, Ghost of Mars, I mean, I liked it Mm -hmm. because it was like, you going in, I went in there just knowing it was going to be terrible. Yeah. So I just enjoyed the moment. Yeah. And if it's on, it's a good, you know, filler of your day if you're looking to not think. Yeah. Yeah. And just look at things. Yeah. I think. And then wonder how a movie like this can get made. Yeah. You're like, huh. <laughs> people said this was a good idea. It, right. Like, this went through multiple people beside, before they decide to launch it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, yeah, this is fine. We could do this. This is fine. Another one that I found, and I don't know if this counts as sci-fi, but I put it on here. Flash Gordon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not a guilty pleasure. It's not a guilty pleasure? Not in my book. Why not? Because it's a classic. At this point, it's so old, it's become a cult classic. True, but it's got that over-the-top stuff. But it's also got... <laughs> dive! Hold my Hawkman. <laughs> dive! God, that's, I love that actor. Dude, he's the best. And I, he's a voice actor now, so like, I was watching a show, and I was like, what's that voice? And then it's like known for, and that's what he's known yeah, for, yeah, uh-huh, is me and the uh-huh. Hawkman guy. Uh, <laughs> I mean, how can you say it's a guilty pleasure when the soundtrack is basically the a Queen album? That's true. I mean... It's Actually, got, it's only one song, just over and yeah, over. Yeah, just over Flash. Again. Yeah. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. <laughs> flash! Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Never mind. I love... I mean, I love it, but yeah. let's uh, say you're trying to show that to somebody. Okay, for the, the average person's <laughs> not going to like it yeah. unless you are they won't a get sci-fi... It. They won't get it. Like, or... Yeah. Or you've seen... I mean, I say you have to watch it if you really want to get the reference for... Um, Ted. Yes, absolutely true. Oh it's just God. one of those those movies that you're like, it's terrible, but we got to keep watching it because it's so great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm true to Flash Gordon. <laughs> Tom Ever Brady would totally... Death to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I mean, there was... And there's also good actors in it. And like right? the guy who they play wasn't the guy that they actually the guy that they, that played Ming is a really well known British actor. Well, even the the guy who played like the prince of the other like that tried to like kill like uh, Flash. Yeah, to because he was more interested in the girl. Yeah. Um. Oh my! God. I mean, he was the the villain for um, the Rocketeer. Ooh, I remember that's that. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. But, awesome. Uh, but the, no, the guy who played Flash Gordon, was he actually a football player? I think he was. In real life? Even though the At character, the time. like the, um, in the comics of Flash Gordon, that's what he is. He's a, you know, All-Americans football player. Um, and that's why he became, his girlfriend got kidnapped. So he's like, oh, I'm going to follow it. And yeah. like, yeah. follow me in my, <laughs> in my space van. <laughs> It's such a weird movie. It is and very I love it weird. With all my heart. <laughs> and one of our buddies told me a story where they thought they were watching Flash Gordon, but it turned out on accident they they got the pornographic version. Yeah. <laughs> From like the nineties. Oh god. Oh wow. Huh. Uh, the actor 
mm-hmm. um, fl- that played Flash Gordon, Sam J. Jones. Yeah. He's actually born from Chicago. Hey, way Chicago to go, guy. champ. But he grew up in Sacramento. Uh, okay. Uh, but he's an ex-Marine. Whoa. So maybe that's why he was like built. I recently watched a film actually uh-huh. prior to this. It's technically a sci-fi film. Okay. Technically not. Okay. Depending on how you want to hackers. Talk about a film that does not age well. No. It has no, no, jokes no. and tropes that, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know, um, that just were old at five years after the film. Yeah. You know, let alone it, 20. I remember that, like, didn't they all have weird hair dudes and Shaggy's in it? Shaggy's not in it. The guy who played Shaggy? In the... Oh, the guy who played Shaggy. Yeah. yeah. I thought you meant the oh, singer. Oh, no, not the Shaggy. singer. And isn't Angelina Jolie in it randomly? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was one of her, like, that she was movie, young. That movie, oh. That's one of those movies that was awesome at the time. You're like, yeah. And then two years later, you're like, no, I never well, liked it. Well, because that, that movie. was the movie that you saw in, in high school. Every yeah. computer class you ever had, you're like, when the teacher didn't feel like doing anything, like, we're going to watch Hackers. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that movie came out in 95. So oh, that's God. like... <laughs> oh, God. Ugh, that's way too long. It's over it's, 20. It's too long. It's too long. This one is um, a continuation of one of my favorite sci-fi franchises. It's Alien Resurrection. I don't know if you ever saw the the fourth installment in the Alien franchise. The fourth installment of Alien of Alien Resurrection. It's got um oh. Ron Perlman's in it. Yeah, yeah. Where there was like the wheelchair, like the yeah the wheelchair the, guys, and like they're hiding guns in the guy's wheelchair because yeah. they're a bunch of crooks. The guy from CSI is in it. Yes, who became a huge drug addict. Yeah, Never right. Seen like vid- no vid- uh, pictures of him. No, not good. Oh man, that sucks. Huge drug. I think he's in jail. Oh man. Sorry but, to hear that. Yeah, well. But that movie, like, I remember watching it because, like, I, we bought the VHS, like, four of them. So it's just, like, either you buy, you pay more money for the two movies you want or you get all four of these. Deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, fine, we'll get that one. So we watch Alien Resurrection. And I liked it because it had more than one alien in it. That's the only reason. Okay. Everything else was terrible. And then my dad was finally just like, Jim, this movie's ridiculous. Think about it. Ripley slow dances with an alien. And then there's a Ripley alien. And I was like... Yeah, I saw that scene. I'm thinking, like, is she make out with this? Did was, she end up doing it? Did she end up kissing It was alien? close. It was definitely supposed to be a like sexually... Like offspring char- or something like it that? It was very, very strange. And, like, then the whole scene where, like, it eats the dude's face off. And I was like, you know what? You're right, Dad. This is a terrible movie. And I remember there being toys of the Ripley alien at Target. And I was like, that thing's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was. I remember I saw the. I didn't see it in theaters because at the time I was still kind of like spooky, spooked about the uh, mm-hmm. about the Alien franchise. Like, it, like I, I remember seeing the first and second one. Those are the only ones you need to see. <laughs> Actually, not the first one. I've seen the second and third one. Don't Wait, which one was the 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 prison planet? Was that third. the second? That was the third. third? One. I seen the, the second. second the third. second one is with uh, game over, game man. Man. game yeah. over, man. Game over. Yeah. Oh, late great. Yeah, what Bishop's in charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bill Paxton, man. Bill Paxton, late great. Bill Paxton. Oh, man. Um, no, yeah, I've I've seen that. I've rarely seen the first one because they don't really show that. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, it's a great but movie. Love it. I was like, eh, I don't know, and then I. 
It's not that good. I saw, I I saw it at it. home yeah. and I was like, lights on, daylight, you know, like, yeah. like, oh, this is stupid. Yeah. There's one good scene where they're running through the military camp or whatever, when the aliens are out and they're trying to swim and the aliens are chasing them. Yeah. That's a cool scene. Everything else in the movie can be thrown out. <laughs> Especially that one, uh, when it was the scientists that were like, you find out that they're doing tests yeah and they're like we're bringing it back to earth yeah they're trying to militarize it which i and then like he puts the thing he's looking at it and he's kind of like mimicking it yeah almost like sexually mimicking it was was really weird i was remembering that scene also being very uncomfortable what's going on it was very weird and like and another cool thing was how they got out at first was like the two stronger ones picked on the weak one and it got out the cage yeah that was cool. Everything mm-hmm. else could have changed everything about that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was just bad. It was so bad. Uh, what was the one? Oh, dude. Kind of like keep into the alien type thing because this okay. next movie is supposedly part of the Guilty Pleasures. I think it's more underrated than any other any sci-fi film. Okay. Uh, it has a lot of alien... Um, themes in it okay pandorum okay i remember seeing that once and that's okay. doesn't isn't dennis quaid in that movie dennis too quaid in that <laughs> film as well random sci-fi superstar dennis quaid <laughs> <laughs> well he was in also in inner space oh god he was he was the pilot <sighs> oh, such a good, that's a great film yeah i watched that i think i may watch that this weekend way to go yeah um, so Pandorum, if you to give you a refresher, hazy, hazy, hazy. Yeah. Earth, there's a ship that's leaving Earth, mm-hmm. and uh, it is how it's carrying basically everything to start a new life on a planet. They found a new planet. We've already uh, soaked up all our resources from Earth. Oh, so like real life? Yeah. Okay. And it is time for. <laughs> Like, there's like a short scene. Like everything's like foggy. Everyone has to wear like gas masks like, and shit. Yeah, hazmat suits basically because they can't breathe otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so that's the premise. And it's a this planet. Let's call it Titan. Um, they it's a long trip, and the whole premise is that the it starts off with like. Uh, there's the crew, the first crew, and then it's like every two years is your shift. And then basically okay. you go into hyperspace. They're carrying, you know, basically hundreds of thousands of people or a thousand people or something like that from that have been selected. And so every two years you go back into hyper hypersleep. And then the next crew, crew ten or two, you know, like like everyone's two, yeah. two one, two, and so on and so forth. They, so they don't go insane. Yeah, basically. Yeah. And Pandorum is a disease that's been described in this film that is basically for people that have gone crazy from being in space for so long, from right. isolation. And they like there's symptoms. They say like you get the shakes and you start to see things and think things that are just irrational. Mm-hmm. And there were they tell a story about a person that had it in a another uh, another ship that went the the cadet got went crazy, killed his crew, and jettisoned the entire uh, all the pods on the ship into space because he thought they were all cursed. 
Oh, jeez. So that's like kind of the running thing. And then it guy opens, uh, wakes up, and he's team six. And he's like kind of like there's a malfunction in like the pod. And then he like he's trying to figure out what's going on. He's suffering through am- amnesia. Mm-hmm. And then he finds Dennis Quaid's character, who's in a different team. He's like team six. He's team 12, the main character. And Dennis Quaid's like team six or something. And he also is serving like suffering from amnesia. So they're trying to go around, trying to figure out like, Oh, what's going on with the ship? Why is everything malfunctioning? And then there's like these mutated humans that are wreaking havoc on the thing. And they think they've been only asleep for eight years, but they actually been asleep for like a thousand years. Oh, geez. And they think that there is like drift in space. And like the, the mutilated humans are humans that, degraded to after a thousand years so much to basically being cavemen yeah and they like they're deformed because they while you're being transported to this new world they've been injecting them with the serum to adapt to the new climate got it so this is like a side effect of just being injected and being for a thousand years with the same crap and just being just um de-evolutionized right to a point and there's a lot it's it's great. It's a lot of like alien ass where you're just isolation horror, sci fi, like this. Oh, that stuff's so good if they do it right. Right. It's and so they good. did do it. I think they did it right because even though there's mutants and aliens, they're just a uh, the vehicle to drive the storyline. Yeah. The main villains are not not them. There's you know, there's other people they like, find other stuff out. Yeah, that that's the main reason. Like how an alien is not really the alien that is the bad guy, it's the corporation trying to get the alien back. Yeah. Yeah. I and dig that. I might have a watch twist that. to the, there's twists at the end that like like, oh fuck. Yeah, this is great. Okay. It's a great film. Pandorum. I didn't I when I saw it I didn't see it in the theaters because it was another thing where like I saw the trailer, I'm like yeah, and then I was on TV one time. And I'm like, I'm gonna watch it. And I'm like, oh, this is this this is great, great find. And I great find. myself on the back. Speaking of Titan, because that's what you called the planet anyway. Yeah. It, this one was another guilty pleasure, but it, it was it was on a list I saw. But when I was just trying to get ideas for movies, and I kind of forgot about it, but I remember how much I loved it. Titan AE, that Ooh, animated, animated yeah. with uh, Matt Damon and Drew Barrymore. and Drew Barrymore and a ton of other really good. Actors Dennis were in Quaid. it. He probably wasn't. I swear <laughs> to God, he might be. No, he's not in there. Oh my God! But basically, it's got the same similar, well, kind of a similar premise. Where like maybe it's the sequel to Pandorum. You don't know. What well, was? Because the premise way before is Pandorum. I know, but maybe they're in the well, same like, universe. Thing I remembered, Pandorum. Um, so the original plot, the story was that the ship was going to be was called Pandorum. And okay. The ship was actually carrying the uh the world's most hated and killers, feared oh. killers and criminals. Oh. And they were just basically like Australia just jettisoning them to another a prison planet basically. Right. And that's how like and then it went on from there. Like that's why it's all everyone's killing cuz it's, you know, like it's a- it was the prison prisoners that went crazy. Um, but then when the director that they chose that was chosen for it has already had a very similar, uh, story 
earlier, like before this story, like was brought to his attention, uh-huh. saying like, "Oh, yeah, very similar," but it was actually this was a disease, and then they kind of just merged the two storylines together. Got it. Okay, that's still pretty cool. Yeah, but that's yeah, Titan cool. AE. I remember that was like one of those last hand drawn film, mostly hand drawn films. Yeah, that looked more realistic than beautiful. CGI like, time. like that because there was like that weird dog character that was in in it and it, like he had a like the way he talked was so weird and beautifully drawn i can't it was such a good character and the bad guys were super cool too those like energy aliens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then he and then there's they're the last two humans in the universe and everybody hates humans it was just it's a very good movie and i think creed jim sta- brewer was in that film too really yeah he was the cook the one that uh, like that raised Matt Damon's character. Yeah. I th- oh no. God. Drew Barrymore's character. No, uh, Drew Barrymore's character was the uh, just basically that was on the pirate ship. The ship. Oh right, that right, rescued right. him. Right, 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 right. Oh, that's right, right, right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was a great film, and it was like a good. It was original because it's like, oh, they're going on this venture because his dad, Matt Damon's character, built a ship that can create a planet. Yeah, and it can terramorph a like planet. The, All it's got to do is land on it. Right, and it's the greatest weapon in the universe, Yeah, essentially, because it can create what this empire of aliens basically can undo everything that they did, that it did before. Yeah. It had the power to do. Yeah. It was, oh, so good. And it had a killer soundtrack with that with Creed. Can you take me higher? <laughs> was I that the end of the VHS? Was the music video? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wasn't there, like, also, like, Nine Inch Nails was in it. I, maybe. I, I so, only remember Creed. Rock yeah. It was, I, like, it was like, oh, this is awesome. This is the best movie ever. Oh, my God. Dude, I love that movie. That was a good film. I saw that in theater. Did you see that in theater? Yeah. yeah. And then we bought it because my mom loved what he named the planet Earth. Earth 2. Oh. What are you going to call it? Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mom loved that, so she bought it for us. Oh, God. You ever seen the TV show Earth 2? No. I think it was called Earth 2. Something like similar to that. It was a 90s flick or 90s show. Um, Earth 2. Yeah. It was uh, basically, it was 94. And it was on, I don't think it was on sci-fi maybe. Okay. Maybe it was in like WB. I don't know. It was like one of those things where like they crash land on on a planet and they're like, all right, well, this is earth now. Earth (laughs) two. Well, this is earth now. Yeah. And like, they're just, it's just a, like the whole series is basically them trying to understand, discovering more and more things about this planet that's habitable. And Mm -hmm. like, basically the monster of the week is whatever the planet does like that way. Right. Okay. Tries to kill everybody or something. That's an interesting take on the monster of a week format. Yeah. It was great. I liked it. Me and my dad watched it, but it only lasted a year or so. It's a lot of shows like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think 22. Yeah. 22 episodes. So it lasted a season. Uh, that was me and my dad's favorite show at the time. Like any sci-fi show, me and my dad used to watch growing up. That's why like we want like Stargate, all the Stargates. Dude, Stargate's awesome. <laughs> Don't even play, dude. The movie's great. The sh- the I only watched the original one. Not was it SG One? Stargate SG One was the original show. 
That was the original show. Yeah, I watched that because MacGyver was in that show. Yeah, MacGyver was in it. I watched it all the way to the end of that one, and then I watched. It got weird. Well, yeah. Well, once they like MacGyver had to leave because he didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, then they kept switching back and forth. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it got weird. I mean, the show was on for like what ten seasons, it, dude, and it had almost. spinoffs. It was, it was like, like a Star Trek. Yeah, it was like Supernatural before Supernatural. Yeah. It just kept getting technically worse. Yeah. As it went along, and I, don't know, I just kept watching it. That's nuts. And so you you know the um. Tilk? Yeah, that guy. He's the voice of... Uh, Kratos? Kratos. Kratos. Good for him. Good for him. Happy for him. Um, what was the... Yeah, I watched that. I watched there was another Atlantis when the first show that I've seen Jason Momoa on. Oh, yeah. That was a Stargate, too. Yeah, it was Stargate Atlantis. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that one was actually pretty good. And that was also going... That was one of the first spinoffs that went... Um, Kind of overlap Stargate SG One because there were they had crossover events. Oh, cool! During that time, and then Stargate SG One was done, and then it was his Atlantis, and then they did that next one, which was no one was. I liked it, but it was it did no one liked it. Right. It was like I forgot what it was called, but it was like basically we're on a ship lost in space. Basically, like we're mm-hmm. on a we built a ship that can flat. It has flash drive. But we're in a constant pace of <laughs> we're just randomly jumping into the universe and we just don't know how to stop it. Okay. <laughs> and like the first like part of the first season was actually really good because it's just them figuring out ways to fix the ship because they were like one episode was like, all right, we need to figure out how we're getting oxygen because we're running out of oxygen. Oh, we that's clean the filtration cool. system. We have to we happen to be on this planet that has that Oh, sweet Earth 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is Earth. <laughs> oh, Earth 2. All right. Yeah. And they just, the whole premise is they're trying to find a planet that has a working Stargate, but they've gone oh, so yeah, far right. past the the, solar, the known solar system of the Stargates that it's even past the where the ancients even. Uh, That's a cool like, premise. Yeah. That's a cool premise. It had great the acting was actually great. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget the actor's name, but he played uh, Rumpelstiltskin in. Oh, um, oh, and he was happily ever after. No, yeah, happily ever after, and it was he was Marshall's boss. <laughs> no, I think we are wrong. Never, <laughs> Neverland. Once upon once a upon time. Once upon a time. Thank you, peanut gallery. Yay! <laughs> once upon a time. But yeah, and he was Marshall's boss when he went to work for the Nature Firm in How I Met Your Mother. Really? Yeah, I think if I'm thinking of the same actor, I don't think you are. I might not be. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna look that up real quick. But yeah, he was in it. He plays like the overly passionate. I shouldn't say passionate, but he he was a scientist on it. He built the ship. Kind of oh, thing. cool! And he was putting the science in front of everyone's lives. Oh, so he okay. like was kind of the villain, but he wasn't because he was like just looking at. His alternative motives were always, well, I like this is scientifically interesting, so I'm going to let you continue to have this parasite in you, you know, like whatever it is. Like this right. is fascinating, right? And I mean, because it was initially it was a scientific journey, right? They were testing the ship out. It was the inaugural like voyage. 
Oh, they kind of sound similar to like uh, Event Horizon, which that movie scarred me for fuck for That's life, a good dude. Sci-fi, dude. Uh, I remember like my parents watching it, like they rented it, and they didn't like you didn't really know, like it was just like oh new sci-fi, and they just kind of grabbed it, mm-hmm. and then like I remember watching it, and I'm like, the dude when he had like his eyes in his hands, I was like, what? I dude, I was like nine. When we watched that movie, it yeah. was, oh, oh, terrible, terrible, terrible. Oh, yeah. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Definitely the wrong actor. Okay, I was going to Definitely say the wrong what? actor. No. And then like the Lana. No, that's that's once upon a time. There's a actress that was like the main. Oh, crap. I'm going to look it up. Uh, she was like the main like boss or something. She became the boss. I think she was like a doctor in the film. But then she, uh, she was in um, per- no God versus the universe versus the world. Scott Scott, Scott Pilgrim God Pilgrim. Jesus, she was the main squeeze. She was Fiona. Oh yes, I okay yeah oh, yeah yeah. I was just thinking of like yeah. three different people, and then if zoned in on it, I got it. I got it. Yeah, but yeah, she was in it. I think that was her first acting major acting gig. Cool. Um, but yeah, that I mean, there's ton. There, I mean, there was still tons of movies like Dooms. Apparently, a guilty pleasure. I really? understand that, but that's a terrible film. It as well. is. But you know who's in that? Our boy <laughs> Earl Carbon. Earl Carbon, star of such shows as The Boys and Lord of the Rings. Yep. If you can't figure it out by now, we mean Carl Urban. <laughs> and Pathfinder, your it, favorite film, because it has Vikings in it. I do. Pathfinder wasn't that bad of a movie. But he's in another movie that I think is um, kind of a guilty pleasure, even though it's fantastic, is Judge Dredd. Oh, that was a great film. Dude, it did terrible. Like, from the first scene where he's like, hot shot, and then he melts the dude's Mm -hmm. face. Like, come (laughs) on. And uh, future uh, hated uh, queen of Targaryen. Oh, yeah. Mrs. uh, uh, Lannister. Yeah. One of the Lannisters. Yeah. Uh, She was- Cersei Lannister. Cersei, yeah. Lana Headley. Yeah. I believe is her name. Okay. Sure. And she was she was Mama. <laughs> Mama, I am the law. I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like the and it was so cool, like the drugs slowed down time mm-hmm. and they would like use that to torture people with. Right. Dude, I don't know how that isn't way that's just an underrated movie. That's definitely underrated. Well, because that like reminded me of that uh the raid. Because that was very similar to the I keep hearing Ray. about that, and I never get to watch it. It's essentially the same. Take all the sci-fi, all of it, mm-hmm. and all like basically the the I mean, reference to do with Judge Dredd. Yeah, and just take the whole premise of police officer goes into a building that's for of a drug lord. And he's got to fight floor by floor. Oh, dude! And it's just like that Bruce Lee movie. Temple of Death or no. Tower of Death? Tower of the Dragon. Dragon Tower. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Enter the Dragon? Enter the Dragon. There it is. Sheesh. Oh, man. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar put his foot in his chest. <laughs> and it was like three feet long. It went from like neck to crotch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> God. Oh, good movie. And even the one with Stallone is good, too. I really love that movie. I remember having the game for Super Nintendo. That's how much I loved Judge Dredd when I was a kid. Wait, that was a game in Super Nintendo? Oh, yeah, it was. It was obviously a side-scroller. Well, and like sometimes you would get 
like the regular side scroll from left to right and then it would be like up and down where like yeah. you're on the bikes and you could kick people and shoot yeah. them and dude it was awesome i feel like that those games literally was the same coding oh dude for all those films or all those games especially like because you i feel like that's the same as teenage mutant Ninja turtles through yeah time. yes half shell through time or something like that yeah one of the best video games ever Dude, awesome. And and just like the the X-Men one, the the Simpsons one, yeah. all those ones. And I remember playing a Hulk game that was almost exactly the same to Judge Dredd. Like same going up the level, kind of like Donkey oh, Kong okay. going up the yeah. levels kind of shit. Dude, like um, Castlevania, like that kind of side scroller. Yeah. We, you're still going up and everything like that. God, I am the law. And Rob Schneider's in it randomly. For the comic relief. <laughs> Because why not? <laughs> yeah. I knew you'd say that. God, I love that movie. <sighs> and another one. Yeah. That I don't consider a guilty pleasure because I thought it, I think it's fantastic. But it was on these lists. And it, it kind of made me mad. The Fifth Element. Yeah, I like that film. It's good. Yeah. I mean, you have Bruce Willis. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Debo. Depot. Depot's the president of the Earth. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his face. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And uh, what's her name? Why can't Mila Djokovic? Yep. Corban Dallas, multi-pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Oldman's the bad guy. Uh, Chris Tucker is the <laughs> lucky <laughs> old <laughs> Say something. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's like, he's live streaming the whole yeah, thing. The whole he's time. like, come on, come on, come on, my man. He moves, so I shot him. <laughs> and the bad guys in that scene are really good too. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know how that's a guilty pleasure. Or when yeah. he tries to like get the blind guy, he's like, give me the gun, and he throws him the billiard balls. <laughs> yeah. or the, it's the, uh, no, that's the death guy. He wasn't blind. Oh, he's deaf, right? Yeah. yeah, you're right. My bad, my bad, my bad. And he's like, he's just giving him the thumbs up. He's like, yeah, cool. Oh, right. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that whole like, there's so many like, like the whole the beginning where he's like, the guy's trying to rob him. Yeah, and he had, he's been there for so long. He's trying not to piss his pants. Yeah, I like as a kid, I thought he was like just tweaking out or something like that. I'm like, what's yeah. up? He's weird. He's like, give me the cash. Yeah. Like, is that guy's trying to do like a weird impression of some somebody? <laughs> Am I supposed to get this as yeah, a kid? And then I like rewatched the scene like recently. I'm like, oh, he's he's got a piss. That duh, <laughs> that makes sense why he said, "How long have you been standing there?" Got it. Yeah. Oh, dude, it was so good. And like how, like the the food carts would come to you because the yeah, the high rises were yeah. so high and uh-huh. the above the smog basically. Yeah. And. <laughs> How he like the girl crashes through his roof and then his license gets revoked because <laughs> he's a cab driver. Well, uh, no, well, and his well, he got fired before that. Yeah, because Zork fired like like half the people, his staff or something. Oh yeah, because the the Chinese food cart guy's like, I guarantee you it's a good one. Yeah, you're oh, fired, and he's like, you are fired. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that guy, I don't know if he was he was almost too over the top. Yes. Like, I wonder if that was a directorial like it had to be because like have you have you watched Big Trouble in Little China in the last 5 years? No. Cuz like I swear to god there is one scene where like you remember the guys who came out of the sky and they were like the elemental 
bad guys. Yeah, yeah. There's just a scene where they're walking down a hallway, brandishing weapons and going, and I'm just like, do you think the director was like, hey, that was good, but I need more Asian? Can you give me more Asian? (laughs) Well, I just recently watched, uh, or listened, well, no, I watched, because it was on YouTube, Um, Two Bears, One Cave. Yeah. And uh, it it bursts on, like, it's with the comedians Tom Segura and Bert Kreischer, very funny guys. Their podcast is very hilarious. Yes. I suggest everyone watch it. Yes. and uh well we could no i was thinking about a future episode we could maybe do that another time future episode like kind of do like talk about our favorite comedians oh hell yeah yeah well oh hell yeah maybe you should just be talking (laughs) (laughs) you were a little too excited about that one no but like it could go a bunch of ways like comedians that turn into movie stars or stuff like that yeah a whole Um, bunch of ways but it was um uh oh God, there was a famous she was he was on uh he was a Korean Korean uh, comedian he was on Mad TV for the l- longest time oh Bobby Lee Bobby Lee thank you dude he, he had my favorite sketch where like the sketch was just that he was an average Asian and he was like mediocre at math yeah, yeah. And they're like hey man can you help me with my algebra no I'm just an average Asian <laughs> <laughs> there was he was telling this story of like when he was trying out for a movie he mm-hmm. didn't i don't think he said what movie it was dude he's in it harold and kumar go to white castle oh yeah he's in a lot of things <laughs> he's in a fair, uh, recent movie that's like I'm like what the fuck he's or a show <laughs> I, I think it was in breaking but i don't know um but so bobby lee was telling the story where he's trying out because like the whole premise was like korean acting uh in being Korean and being an actor in America has gone such a long way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now it's like, that's like the it thing. Like you to be a Korean, like anything, like he was saying, like I wrote a st- story one time about with me and a, my friend, we wrote a story about Koreans running a restaurant on the moon. <laughs> it was going to be a comedy. And <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> would I would totally watch that. And he, he like, they, they brought it into a, like a production company and they're like, so what's the, uh, what's, what's it about? Or what's this movie about or whatever? And he, they're like, oh, it's uh, Koreans running a restaurant in, on the moon. No, thank you. <laughs> and this was like five years ago, you know? Oh shit. And he's like, well, uh, you're not going to let me like talk, like say what it's even about. Like try to talk like what, like the pr- whole premise is actually going to be. He's like, no, 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 thank you. And then he said, recently went to the same movie pr- production and I'm like, yeah, it's Koreans. Yep. We'll take it <laughs> <laughs> because Korean like movies have been making so much money. Like, you know, my crazy white, uh, crazy white, Asians. <laughs> my crazy <laughs> white Asian, white rich Asians, how popular it got. And then yeah. the popularity of K-pop is, I don't get that. It's just basically because there's American pop music has been, like just so I don't know I think it's just like been like a void there hasn't been a, like a legit boy band okay I, I'm not saying like I listen to boy bands other than Backstreet Boys and uh, no judgment here on that one man <laughs> they it's just like there's a lot of like tweens that are like you know attractive boys that's you know that's why like freaking uh, what's that British group One Direction was so ah, popular right I mean, half of them now they could somewhat sing, but really they didn't really know how to sing. Right. And but they were just attracted dudes that know how to 
dance in synchronization. <laughs> I'm really I'm like burning that. I'm like crashing and burning right now. Oh, God. And uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But, anyway, but cor- like Korean films that are also really really good. I've watched Train to Busan, which is an awesome take on zombie it's movies. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, they just the uh, Korean film Parasite just won an Oscar, right? So I yeah I guess and the one before that thing. the host from the same director. Oh, dude, was I hear that good. so good yeah. and I haven't seen it. So to go back to Bobby Lee, it's his original story. He okay. was telling the story where he's trying out and he's like, you know, like everyone around us is, um. Like very like now very popular actors, but then they were just like all in the same way with me, and I came in and like it was like not even a speaking part, and they can't. I came in, they're like, all right, monster. There was like a monster flick, like all right, the monster Godzilla's coming to get you, and he's like, ah, okay, um, that's good. Can you be more Asian? <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Lee's like just, you know giving us this, everyone a blank stare like he's really good at and yeah. he's like okay so he's like all right action Godzilla's right there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> he's like is that Asian enough <laughs> but it was like telling like all these things were like. There was he was going to casting calls and everyone's wearing like a ninja outfit like covering their face and everything, and they're like, he came in his regular street clothes and they're like, well, where's your where's your costume? And he's like, well, why do I need a ma- costume? I'm I'm Asian. <laughs> You're covering my entire face. Who cares what I look like? Yeah, I'm not even speaking anything. <laughs> what am I auditioning for? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, yeah, uh, but. Yeah, I think that's to kind of go play off that for next week. We should do our favorite comedians. Yes, we'll do like a like a top five, maybe. Yeah, I'll top be fine five. with that. You shoot your list. I shoot my list. I'll maybe recite my list. I'm not going to shoot it. You're not going to shoot your shot? No, dude. Uh, nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I I know how excited you get about comedians. I, dude, I like comedians. I like the laugh. I know, What's you get a little happy like? down there. I do. Depends on the comedian. Yeah. I th- okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. On that uncomfortable note. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. This has been Nerd Fury. I'm Dan Granado. I'm Jim Lovecheck. See ya. Bye.